Okay. Well, this is a special night, the night of Asarabitavis. Of course, we know as the Rambam Paskins as a halacha, as the Rebbe quotes many, many, many times, that in the days of Mashiach, these four fast days will be not only nullified, but Yemim Taivim, and as the Rebbe explains, not just Yemim Taivim, but the best Yemim Taivim, the most exciting red-letter days of our calendar. So we're definitely in a great Mashiach, positive Kayach times. In the Tanya of today, Tess Tavis. Yesterday, we were discussing the positive end. The challenge, so to speak, of our existence is Klipas Noiga, the area of the permissible, that our responsibility is to take the permissible and make it holy. Since it's permissible, though, it's very easy to slip in this and bring it down and go down with it because it is permissible. So we give the example today of someone who's a glutton and a drunkard who's taking perfectly, you know, glot kosher with five hechsher of meat and the same tremendously kosher wine, but he's just eating and drinking for taiva, for the taiva of his body, for the taiva of his animal soul, which the Rebbe identifies here, as he taught us in Chapter 1. This is a lot of mayim, a lot of taivas, a lot of desires. So what happens? Well, the meat goes down from Klippus Nega to Klippus Timaeus. The wine goes down from Klippus Nega to Klippus Timaeus. His body and his animal soul, during the time of the offense, are a garment and chariot. The chariot, meaning we usually use this term in the holy way. The Avos are a chariot. All their will is to completely express the will of Hashem. Well, now your body and animal soul are a garment and chariot to evil. But then you could do tshuva. And actually, the Rebbe says, it's really easy. Why is it really easy? Because in essence, we're talking about permissible things. You didn't do an Avera with the meat and wine. You didn't steal it. You didn't throw it at someone. You didn't eat the meat when you were milchik. You didn't eat on a fast day. There was no Avera. It was not an essence Klippus Timaeus act. The problem was that you lowered it to Klippus Timaeus by using it for indulgence. So what do you need to do? You need to do tshuva. And do tshuva in such a situation is as simple as next time do it right. Because innately, these things are mutter, permissible. Mutter, the Rebbe explains, comes from the etymology of untied. Meaning there's no essence bond between items of klipas noiga and evil, klipas tmeos. They're not in essence bound up as the word usur, which we translate as forbidden, the etymology of usur means imprisoned, bound up, like we say in the morning, matir asurim, that you're freeing, unbinding the prisoners. So if something's usur, forbidden, it's because it's usur, it's tied to evil. If something's mutter, permissible, it's because it's mutter, it's untied. So since you took something mutter, something untied to evil, and you temporarily lowered it by your indulgence, it's very easy to pick it up. Do tshuva, harata vidya released. Do it right the next time, released. Even in this situation, because we're talking about food, so food we have, an, of course, we have a special challenge with food because we eat all the time. And we have lots of typhus in that direction because it seems so permissible and kosher. 
But since food becomes our energy source, our calories, if we take that food that was eaten for taiva, but then we utilize that energy to serve Hashem, the food also gets released. So for something mutter, do the simple basic tshuva. Harata, regret. Vidui, confession, like you say after Shmona Esther, Yashavnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu. Have it in mind. Kabbalah Haba, resolve never to do it again. Fear not, Hashem will test you. Pass the test, watch for the test. It always happens. Watch, watch, watch. It will happen. Pass, you're done. Or, if you don't go through all the formal steps, do it right the next time. It's released, because it's mutter. Or, for food, use the energy to serve Hashem. It's also released, because it's untied. But there still is some after-death purging that's necessary. Chibut cover. we just said, hey, yum, yum about this. Chibut cover is after-body purging for, after-death purging for the body, for being temporarily this garment and chariot to evil by the indulgence in this klipas naiga, which we'll discuss at length next chapter. That was all the good news, the easy news, because that's klipas naiga. On the other hand, the Rebbe says, if you're dealing with Klippus Timaeus, it's a lot harder. Why? Because Klippus Timaeus are bound up. They're usser. They're forbidden. They're tied to evil. And the Rebbe says here very strongly, That's it. You're done. A person said Lashon Hara a thousand years ago, and he regretted it. He had Tshuva. He had Harata. He had Vidoy. He had Kabbalah Lahaba. Well, he's not going to be punished. He did a complete Tshuva. But the evil of the act exists from then, a thousand years ago, tainting and defiling, polluting the world with this evil, until Mashiach. Because when Mashiach comes, Hashem removes all impurity. But you on your own, your regular tshuva, harata vidya kabbalah lahaba, being tested and passing the test, that can't release klipas Timaeus. That removes your accountability for the act. It separates you from the act. You're not punished for the act, but the act still exists. Unless, unless you do a very strong tshuva, a very special tshuva called tshuva me'ahava. And if you do this tshuva me'ahava, the tshuva me'ahava is so strong that it transforms the act itself. What is tshuva me'ahava? Tshuva me'ahava means you're turning to Hashem with more passion because of the evil inside of you. When the altar ever writes this in Tanya, it seems like Shuvah Me'ahava is like very rare for very holy people. On a practical note, I've proactively done Shuvah Me'ahava. I've advised it to many people. Shuvah Me'ahava does not mean only, well, when you're really spiritually inspired and you feel so far from Hashem because of the evil of your past and therefore you turn around and turn to Him with such increased passion and then all this happens. But, I mean, you've got to be a pretty holy inspired person to do that. That's true. But you could also do Chuvmehava yourself. Do it to yourself. And Chuvmehava means exactly this point, and it's so powerful and so liberating. Chuvmehava means looking inside of yourself and saying, wow, there's this evil here. And Avishar, because of this evil, I want to be even closer to you. Because I want to, like, burn out this evil and transform the energy of this negativity inside of me as a catalyst for greater good. And specifically, the greater good is primarily in Tyra, though I think loosely you could use it in other things as well. But primarily it's in Tyra, which would mean a person would say, it was to see this negativity inside of me. And specifically because of the negativity, 
I'm going to learn Torah more. I'm going to learn Torah with more passion. I'm going to learn Torah with more focus and understanding. Normally, I wouldn't bother. But because of the evil inside of me, I'm inspired. I have a, a bren. I have a burning desire inside of me to come even closer to you specifically because of this evil, because of this negativity. And by doing so, the negativity itself becomes transformed to godliness. Because the only reason you're now so much closer to Hashem is because of that negativity. And that's what our Chachamim meant by saying that through tshuva, your deliberate sins become mitzvahs. Because the idea of a mitzvah is to be bound up to Hashem. Mitzvah is tzavsa, a bond between you and Hashem. And now, through your Avera, which therefore led you to feel further from Hashem, and because you feel so far, you're therefore inspired to come even closer so what made the tzavsa? What made you so close? The Avera. And then because of the Avera, the tshuva, not running from fear, but running toward Hashem with love. So traditional tshuva will not remove the act, only your accountability. But tshuva me'ahava removes the act completely and actually transforms the act to the energy of a mitzvah. That was the tanya of today. Does anyone have any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay, I guess not. We should hopefully provide a with a lot of joy in your shalim.